It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. It's finally happened. I don't mean Josh back from holiday. That was last week. Mm. You're still here though. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah. But the um, the most extended transfer saga of this window has been completed as we speak. We're speaking about like 35, 45 minutes after it was officially announced that Alexis Sanchez was going to Manchester United and Mkhitaryan is coming to Arsenal. Yeah, and, and I've spent the last 44 of those 45 minutes trying to work out quite what Alexis Sanchez's Instagram post and his thank you is referring to. It looks like the sort of thing that's gone in Google Translate. Oh, OK. And it's good we have a PR and comms expert with long, us, too, it's, perhaps. It's well, we'll go through it. We'll go through um, it later. I mean, you, yeah. yeah, let's introduce our glorious... I'm sorry, Boyd Bo- Bo- is really our... sad, by the way, guys. If he's just... Tissues here, he's been crying. Only, only Sanchez is gutted. Only gutted. a freak would not be sad that our best player is leaving the club to go to deal. one to go to a major rival. As we were coming in, a Manchester City fan who's been doing another podcast expressed the, the, the kind of feeling for us that we we do sell our best players to rival clubs, which no one else does in our position, and he's quite right. Anyway, we'll go to all of that later. We should introduce our glorious guest. Graham Goodkind is back. Good evening. Graham, founder of Frank PR. Um, I'm sure I have to deal with professionally. Okay, every now and then you do with like We're TV and film and we stuff. Do don't TV, you? Yeah. film, brands, Everything. consumer products Everything. and services. You know, um, great. You're also a shareholder, Arsenal. And other breaking news today is that a lot, quite a lot of shares were bought and, and then sold. 15. <laughs> 15. I think it was more. I think it was 40 shares. Oh, was it 42? Sorry, 42. 42, and it was worth 1.15 million. I think Darren Arsenal, who seems to be the the authority on, such he knows matters. everything. Yeah, but we don't know who to. Is that right, Graham? Well, it wasn't to me. I've just got the one. It's a mystery. Right. It's a mystery. Does Piers Morgan have it? I think he does. I'm not suggesting it was him, no. but I think he's also a shareholder, yeah. I'm sure he is, yeah. Um, and Charlie Eccleshare is here as well, actual actual sports journalist for Her Majesty's Daily Telegraph. Hello, how are you doing? 
an actual Arsenal fan. Are you allowed to say that? Are you allowed to admit that? I think it's uh, become clear over it? the years yeah. where my loyalty is. On like, this podcast. Uh, yeah, appearing on podcasts yeah. like this is a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, if you ever write about like Spurs and West Ham <laughs> yeah. in, in the Telegraph, you probably get a shitload of... Yeah, I have yes. to overcompensate. Right, yes. So, and we've got to start with, um, I don't know, in your you wrote a menu, but I only just got it on the email. Um, Sorry, we have to iPhone start. X or whatever you've got there is obviously not keeping up to date <laughs> enough. No. Back to I Apple. was I was on the tube on the way. Yeah, we have to. Um, now you suggested we start with talking about the game against. Palace, well, it's not really in set order. I'd be quite like to start on this statement. We've got a Sanchez. Sanchez. Let's Should start with the Sanchez. Can I read Mkhitaryan move? Read the statement, Josh. Right. This is Sanchez on Twitter. I want to say thanks to the technical staff, to the medical team, and all the teammates with whom I shared many nice things with the club, and especially those people who do not see themselves on the covers. But without them, nothing would be possible. Which are there to prepare the food for us and take care of us day by day. Those who keep our shoes clean and the grass in the best conditions. Many thanks to you for helping us to improve every day. Thank you very much with a sad emoji. There are people, former club players, who have spoken with no knowledge of what happens inside the club and cause damage. I think he means sort of, not literally. but I must say I always gave 100% until the last day when I asked to the mister to be in the team because I wanted to be a contribution I remember today a conversation I had with Henri, a historic Arsenal player, thanks yeah. for clarifying, who changed club for the same reason, and today is my turn. Thanks for everything, Gunners. All we achieved in the good moments that I gave to the club, I want to dedicate it to the fans. They are the most important. Thanks for every time you sing Alexis Sanchez Baby. Hmm. Oh. I mean, it's good the groundsmen Beautiful. have got a mention yeah. in like, our, one of our record the, the, players the, um, leaving the club. The caterers, yeah. the slightly over... Makers, yeah. Do you, by mister, does he mean Wenger? He means but, manager, yeah. Right. And he's he trying to say he wants to play on the weekend if need be because he was still committed even then before yeah. he got his first paycheck from Man United. Yeah, because Wenger did he did say didn't he? He, was, he he nearly picked him to be in the squad. Well, he, he was literally driving to uh, yeah, but that's not true because he went up on Sunday. That wasn't mm. true. That that isn't factually You're correct. Saying so Wenger is lying. Again. I said he has been. Uh, well, the truth has been somewhat bent. Mm. Um, I bent think truth. it's fair to say because he flew up facts. Sunday. Alternative yeah. facts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. We we criticised him for playing Alex Oxley Chamberlain the day before he left, so it would have been you know perhaps not yeah, right. Yeah, that's so. in my mind. So what the bigger picture? What do we all think? So let's imagine first of all that the various options were, I guess, we kind of you know either force him to stay for the rest. You of You were calling season. for last yeah, week. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. I was, yes. I still think that was a very valid option because he's our best player and always scores goals and make, does assists. Sell him after he was supposed to go to Manchester. That was the thing. So the two issues for me are: what do we think personally about? You know, are we losing our best player to a big rival? I mean, we are. What's uh, have we got the rough end of this swap? Or is Mkhitaryan a really good player who's going to do really well? And the other big question for me is, is he a mercenary? This was discussed. So there's been a few articles in the papers. Like one, I think it was um, in the Mail. Keown and Keown. People accusing him of mercenary because mm. he was allegedly. Gentlemen's maybe Neil Ashton. It was yeah. Neil Ashton. He allegedly had um, a kind of gentleman's agreement with Pep Guardiola that he'd go to City, and and, that, and obviously City City didn't come in for him until apparently last day of the season, and now he's gone to Manchester United. Is he a mercenary? I, no, to do with that, my opinion is to get it out of the way. Of course, he's not a mercenary. Of course, he's Manchester United, a bigger club than Arsenal. We've got to face the facts. They're more likely to win the league than we are. I'm not saying they're going to win the league, but they're much more likely than we are. Well, he and retweeted, didn't he? Did you see likely, that? He retweeted much, an article yes, by. Ollie Holt, I right. think. Who's defending was, him, saying yeah. he wasn't a mercenary, yes. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely fine. Of course he's going to get more money, but equally he's going to a club much more likely to win the championship. So that's my yeah. opinion on that one. What do you feel, Charlie? I think on the first point about 
you know how good or bad a deal this is. It feels a bit like one of those Champions League ties where we lose the first leg three one and sort of restore some pride by winning two <laughs> nil, but still ultimately lose out. The fact is, we've put ourselves in a position where we could barely win because he was he had six months left in his contract. So we were in such a weak position that, given that we've done okay and it hasn't been a complete disaster because Mkhitaryan comes in and he's an accomplished, quite good player. But really, the money we've lost on Sanchez is utterly mad. I mean, f- for a club that, you know, claims to be very parsimonious and, and well, you know, traditionally we were thought of as a well-run club, you know, we didn't spend loads of money. If you think the Emirates Stadium cost almost 400 to build, we've tossed away probably around about 100 million for Sanchez, given, you know, you look at what Coutinho went for. We're getting eff- effectively 30 million for a 100 million, 100 million plus player, mm. which seems like Absolutely terrible management. But you couldn't, because he signed his contract four years ago. That's when we last made him sign a contract. So we wouldn't have been able to sell him at that point anyway. So like, even if we sold him in the summer, they were talking 60 million to Man City. And we wouldn't have got Mkhitaryan for free. We've got a player that's probably worth two thirds of that, maybe. I think Mkhitaryan's got two and a half years on his deal. There's a player that's got to be worth 35, 40 million. So it's not like we have I think we've got sold out, we got out of trouble with a decent deal at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. it wasn't such a bad deal. I think the whole term... But that's Mercer- relative to our position. Yeah, relative yeah. to our position. Mercer is a real, like, emotional term to use for a footballer. And... Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how you define it. I know the dictionary definition of, but to an extent, all football going to China, <laughs> going to China for million for uh, for a huge Oscar paycheck. Ramirez. That's mercenary. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's mercenary to go to Manchester United. No, it makes sense. It's, it's it kind of. Sense. I think I think the use of that just coming yeah. with my PR head on is quite a nice spin. It just right. detracts mm. from the real essence of this story, which is the fact that Arsenal didn't do particularly well at the contract renegotiation stage. They didn't get a deal signed with him when they should have. Yeah. Um, and then it was then it kind of like they're trying to say it's his fault for, yeah. for moving for money. I mean, it's a professional football. Arsenal didn't do their job properly in renewing his or Ozil's contract. And we also didn't do our job properly, in, which Robert Pires was saying, when he's, in his thing that he's, he said of the week, he was coach of the weekend, saying he, he moved, that one of the main reasons he moved, Alexis moved, because we didn't sign big players to play with him. And that, again, completely fair enough, we didn't. I mean, he must have sat there during the famous no outfield players transfer window, mm. thinking, well, mm. I've, I've joined the only team in the world that is not spending money on players. What does he play like that thing? Mm. I, mean, I think hand on heart, very few people could say that it doesn't make sense from a football perspective. I mean, he's, it, we look like a club going nowhere, why wouldn't you move? If anyone's yeah. annoyed, it's probably Man City if they had this gentleman's agreement, which right. apparently they did. Right. Mm. Before we, before, Josh, before you chime in, mm. let me remind you that footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Labrooks. Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.arsenalpodcast.net. Josh. Yeah, what Graham was saying there about the, the term mercenary being thrown in to perhaps, you know, sort of make mm. it a bit more negative on the Sanchez part. And I think Arson, you know, went with that quite strongly because he made comments over the weekend about how effectively Arsenal couldn't afford him, that, that, that they tried and we've once again been priced out of the market. He said, we went as far as we could. Even Manchester City moved out of it in the end. That tells you we have no chance. It was lose him now or lose him in three months for free. We have tried to find the best possible solution and the best possible solution is that we lose a world-class player I don't deny that at all, but we did not lose him without getting somebody afterwards. 
So he's effectively turning around going, well, we still don't have enough money. Still going on with this argument that you know, yeah, he's yeah. always stuck with. But, but that, again, the reason we were in a really weak position where we couldn't afford his wages because we let it get to that stage yeah. where he's so near the end of the contract that the wages are disproportionate to what he's worth mm. because Man U, instead of playing, paying us the fee, can put more of that money to his wages. Correct. There must have been some deal about a year ago where it was worth paying him an awful lot of money yeah. um, and probably more than we'd have been comfortable with that actually ensured that he had a significant exactly. value I, at the end of the contract. I don't think we tried and he turned it down. But I think, I think we probably were leaving it too late. Exactly. To do yeah. it. You, you hear everything, you know, that should have been done. Most clubs, almost every club around us doesn't let players get anywhere near the yeah. end of their contracts. Anything after way. two years left yeah. and you start to be yeah. in a bit of trouble. At least you're normally talking three years. Yeah. It's one of the many ways in which Arsenal is a uniquely run <laughs> yeah. club. And the other unique thing is, is selling him to a major, a major rival. But it's just, I feel it's, you know, we could, you could have, he could have refused to do that completely. Klopp was quoted as saying, oh, we'd never in a million years have sold any of his major players to a to an English rival playing in the same league and you know I mean, he hasn't really you know, he's but still, looking optimistically to, though yeah. do you think actually with our new structure in place with this new Sven Missinland yeah. with the new incoming Spanish guy who's the yeah. head of football operations or whatever with the new, you know with the new contract negotiator I can't remember his name whether we're actually acknowledging the fact that we have made mistakes like this and, oh. and, that's, and Gazeta's taking more of oh, a role in these things definitely there's that been we're a, putting things right there's been a huge restructure because there's an, an acknowledgement that the way we, we operate as a club compared to say Chelsea or Man City is is a joke honestly mm. transfer insiders will tell you it mm. is a joke Dick Law was basically the only person who did contract negotiations mm. and then, so he, he basically had a backlog mm. which is why he couldn't get to say Chamberlain mm. until it was too late it's incredible isn't it mm. well I guess this week is the big test isn't it just, or this tra- this transfer well, how many more days are there to the end of it what's the date today uh, what today was the 22nd days? yeah um, I mean if you look if at we it sign Aubameyang yeah. If that is put, goes through, from, which is which missing lat lat to wherever his name is, and um, Gazidis were in Dortmund yeah. apparently last night, flew mm. there, took a picture of his Porsche, this that, and the other, <laughs> as reported in Bill. If that if that if that goes through, then brilliant. Then that will I think that will be a major achievement. I, I but if it doesn't, but if it doesn't, Josh, and we haven't signed yeah. him yet, no. and there's still this depending who you read, you know, it may happen. If it doesn't happen, then it will not. Then but everything I, will revert think, to how we I normally. I think a are. positive sign. And I'm always trying to draw, do draw positive when I'm a little bit upset at someone going, is I don't think a deal like Mkhitaryan coming the other way would have happened previously. I think we'd have just got 25, uh, 30 million for him. And, and actually, it must have been an incredibly complicated deal to mm. you know try and persuade someone to come. These swap deals don't happen. They're always like yeah. mooted. Yeah. But how, how often like do they happen? Football, it? it does a bit. I, I, also, I do think one thing I'm missing that, though, that I find quite funny is He's built up as you know head of recruitment has this wide extensive network of contacts and essentially what he's done is sign the two best players from when he was at Dortmund yeah. so got, and, yeah. and that's fine but it doesn't speak of someone who's kind of scoured the globe and we have the, the Greek lads yeah, the Greek guy the yeah. Greek lads yeah. who's come in and been our but if he does uh, actually push yeah, Aubameyang, Aubameyang I mean Aubameyang would be one of our um, well, for us a major signing point. but. Yeah, go on. It's going to be a good window if, if but Sanchez it hasn't goes. Yet, Josh. We're halfway there. I think I'm very happy with that at the moment. Considering where we were, if, if we take the, the view, we're probably not going to be in the Champions League anyway, with Sanchez, without Sanchez. And we've got a player worth yeah. at least 35 million. But we never, who, who we wanted to sign two years ago. Let's years not forget ago. that. We wanted to sign him two years ago. Fine, but you know, he's, he's not like. Proven to be he's not had a huge injury. He's just been not fancied at by, well, by and Mourinho. And he, no, and he, he was proven to be extremely disappointing in Manchester United in the Premier League. But Mourinho, I mean, hasn't, always, Mourinho hasn't oh, always got it right. He's got course, a good track record of getting players absolutely. wrong. I, I mean, I'm, pro- I'm hopeful, but there's no. Definitely, if you looked at the experts, Gary Neville said a couple of weeks ago, and I tweeted about it, he said something like, you know, yeah, he's a player who, who, who plays really well once every five or six games and then disappears 
is for the rest. And he'll be perfect at Arsenal. And it's like, it's a very Arsenal signing. I mean, he's like, no wonder we've been off him for two years. He's like another one of those signings. And the problem I, I think, I'm excited about the prospect and I'm open-minded as to whether he's going to do well. But equally, the, the most worrying element of it is this Wenger who's got to try and get the best out of him. And now that mm. track record of getting the best out of a creative player like him is not great, is it? Well, I mean, Ozil, if he years. turns his mind, you know, Ozil has turned his mind, he's turned it round this season and towards the end of last season. But there were long periods where he was not playing anywhere near at the height of his powers. And that same thing could happen again with Mkhitaryan. But I, but That's I think my worry. This window as well does underline basically the last 10 years. Clearly, Sa- Sanchez going means there is more of a need to get attacking players in we still have this issue where we don't have a competent defence midfielder oh, we basically have El Nenny who's the only out and out defence midfielder in the squad and he's El Nenny he's a five yard <laughs> pass merchant yeah. how it's not even been mentioned as, as possibly even an area we might consider signing someone seems utterly crazy it? yeah. and it's only the fact that we've been so crazy for the last decade that, it, that we're used to it we're kind of like oh yeah of yeah. course we won't sign yeah. him oh yeah as excited as I, am, as I am about the prospect of Aubameyang I, I, it is extraordinary we're, there's no, we're not linked to any no, central mid- defensive midfielder or I mean we're slightly linked with to um, thingy aren't we central defender um, Johnny Evans Johnny Evans you know, but at least be, there we actually but, have central defence we literally we do yeah. not have no. an even vaguely competent defensive <laughs> <laughs> midfielder see I think like, we do do you? But I think it's still a bit early for him. Well, made a night. What I've seen so. of him, he's got tremendous potential. He's been played in a defensive position, maybe to uh, yeah. help his learning of the defensive side of the game. And I think, you know, he, yeah. he, I, we can't get too excited because he's played half a dozen games. But certainly Wenger is always one that never likes to sign someone that becomes a roadblock for someone's development. Well, like Cockerland. Didn't, didn't yeah, want to kill exactly. Giroud. That was yeah. His yeah. End, yeah. 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 And, and now, unfortunately, the judgment isn't always completely... Well, no, I agree. I back him to terminate the I was into a good player yeah. and now yeah, I, I don't not, really yeah. listen I would rather we were yeah. doing better in the league I would rather we're still in the FA Cup but for this window I know Theo you love him right he's gone right Coquelin's gone we've got two score players who weren't contributing and we've got a good deal out of the situation they're in rightly or wrongly about you know how it's got this far I think so we've far okay so far good a good is- window <laughs> And it could be okay, a great window. it could be a great window if we it's, uh, uh, if it's a huge it's the, hey the difference, I agree with you but it's, but it looks been far okay down, how often it's fine we're this still, is happening Josh, I'm sorry I don't, other, want, I, I don't want to go out on a limit but uh, they've been pictured going over there he's been left out of the squad this is happening this is yeah but we're going to have to pay a lot of money out, clubbing it in yeah, ex- yeah exactly going out there I mean I admire your optimism and if honestly if in two days time we sign him brilliant I'll be very excited but it may how will you celebrate. How will I celebrate? I will tweet you um, in some kind of Great. Gabonese. way. Do some more Gabonese in Gabonese. Yeah, he's, he's a Gab from Gabon. I'll be absolutely thrilled. Yeah, I'll. Uh... It doesn't seem the most Arsenal because Wenger's usually likes quite nice. Like, well, that's the other don't big, cause trouble. Yeah. But the then he also likes indulging players, and this will be absolutely perfect. You know, Aubameyang out parting to three AM with a. Yeah, if we ever signed like someone who's got a bit of a, who's got who's had a bad rep that we've signed over the years, we've got players that have had the, an edge. Yeah, we've got we've got edgy. I mean, Xhaka had disciplinary issues. Yeah, yeah, just coming in. I mean, we still got to send. And right? he still <laughs> has. Yeah. He doesn't sound quite nice. People he tends to sign, doesn't he? So people you could take round. We've had players who haven't been nice. We've had a Nelka. You know, we've had we've had trouble twenty years ago. For me, that's like yesterday. We've had trouble. So Jack's had his moments, isn't he? Yeah. Jack is like Chesney smoking, Chesney smoking. I mean, we've smoking had. Is, doesn't make someone not nice. And it won't no, be. It won't be when out. Like, they seem like a sweetie, really. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, Chesney seems like he could be a bit of a bad boy. Right? No, he does. So that, yeah, we like Sanchez, that. the bad apple, and bring yeah, Sanchez yeah. was the, was the, was the troublemaker, according to some. Yeah. According to I, I think from from the little I knew, certainly about twenty people who know some of the first team squad, he, he was unpopular. Yeah, and if he was way too good. Let's hope the first twenty-two minutes we had on Saturday is replicated. 
uh, numerous times and he left Wen- in the campaign. He Wenger Mister as well. It, but why maybe, is someone not just? Mister but tell me then. That's an for gaffer. I don't know. <laughs> From the PR yeah. side, how hard is it to just get someone to? I, I know you've written it in Spanish originally, but just get someone to sort of make that make a bit it clearer a more for the sake of actually written. But that yeah, feels more not authentic, though, doesn't it? What, the, what you, that feels like. Oh, actually, Do you think someone's actually changed it to make yeah, it sound more like him? But this is a double bluff. But this is maybe with Sancho as well, which I think is part of the reason why Arsenal fans valued him but didn't love him was because he never we never got to hear his voice we actually knew very little about his personality he never yeah. fronted up to use that slightly abhorrent football phrase you know he never did interviews have you ever met him no never he did one I remember very clearly he did one post-match interview that's very I can't remember there was yes. one game where he played really well and he came and he, he, he was alongside he, someone yeah he was alongside Maybe someone that's right oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, right remember? yeah but that was literally in my but mind it, like the one time yeah and again it's you know within the squad it, it's doing it when you've lost so you've yeah. had a bad result that's right, what gets you brownie so. points we know he, his love of dogs yeah we love, know he loves dogs. dogs that's about it yeah. um, he like he really likes strutting around semi-naked as well have you noticed that mm. like you know he's got this and whole pulling his shorts one short up right he loves lifting his shorts up really high to his groin I'm just you know I'm not criticising him just saying Something he likes doing and going topless and walking around as naked as he could be. I mean, it's great. Have you seen, talking of PR, I mean, this okay. is, have you seen the video that Manchester United have made announcing his arrival? I mean, basically, we got a picture of Mkhitaryan looking a bit miserable because obviously that's the other thing we should remember. We don't know how happy he is to come to Arsenal. He, I don't, he, he will, of course, say it's always it, been my dream to play. <laughs> yeah, for right. He literally did that quote. There is li- I'll, I'll get it <laughs> up today. Yeah, the, the Arsenal put so out. It's always a my tweet. dream to be a make weight in a transfer <laughs> with, with, a, with a major. You know, the thing is, though, to be fair, he had two and a half years. He could have stuck in. He's obviously got a good deal out of it, and he wanted to play football. Well, presumably, story, but did, I mean, I don't know how much Charlie knows, but there were a lot of football journalists saying as as this saga unfolded that he didn't want to come to Arsenal. Here Do we you, go. Uh, yeah, I think it, he took a little bit of persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> They've go literally on. put the tweet out. Excellent. Here we go. This is on the official Arsenal, so it's not made up. It's a dream come true because I've always dreamed of playing for Arsenal. Now that I'm here, I'll do my best for this club to create history. He did really like playing dreams, against... Dreams can he come said dreams yeah, twice. Those yeah. two dreams... Yeah, suggest the lady doth protest I dream much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe the extreme is nightmare. Maybe it's the same in, uh, in German. No, I don't think so. But, and there's another exciting possibility about the Aubameyang deal, which I want to mention, after this break, which involves Giroud. Let's have a quick break first. <laughs> Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. So one possibility in this is another swap deal. Mm. And the, in, in, in the, we're going to get Aubameyang and give them Giroud. Is that, have you heard much about that? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, Dortmund are apparently very keen on doing that and we're resisting. I think that's the most oh. sticking point of the deal. Yeah. I mean, because I do think Giroud, um, someone made a good point about this. I think it was Michael Cox. You know, Chelsea, who are flailing around being linked with Peter Crouch and yes. Carroll, it does show you... The value, you know, Giroud is a really deluxe alternative target man. You know, I've always said I think he should be that. He should be that plan B. But yeah. as plan Bs go, he is very valuable. I think it'd be a real shame if he left. Um, yeah, know, I think I wouldn't want to see Giroud. Well, well, if there's a difference between no. getting Aubameyang oh, or not, though, would you? Sure, I'll drive him to the. I'll, as I think, they say, I'll look, drive we him just there. Said, I think it's a miracle that we got one swap deal over the line. I'm not I'd sure. I'd pay the extra don't 10 forget million. Forget Walcott's gone as well. There's there's space for two attacking players to come into the squad with Walcott and Sanchez leaving. Oh, yeah, shouldn't be that Giroud saying, is going to have no, to leave. No, no, I'm not saying it should be at all. Well, he won't but leave. if it is the difference between Can't them wanting, if they need a replacement for him, don't they? Well, they want to replace it for Aubameyang. Yeah, Dortmund, I, so I think just pay the extra money because the hassle of then having to, you know, it's a bit of a false economy anyway. Because then getting in a replacement for Giroud, which we would probably have to do to have that plan B, 
would cost more than I you think it would be that, just uh, give extra Perez money. back from... But Perez is because Perez meant to be the there was a rumor that he was meant to be the replacement yeah. for Giroud when Giroud was <laughs> meant to go to Everton. Yeah. Yeah. But right. Perez isn't that sort of player. Perez is another right. quite nimble forward rather than a you know a hulking mm. centre yeah, forward. Giroud is still the only sort of striker of his mm. ilk that we have at the club. Yeah, really. I, I just don't think we need. I, I mean, I, I mean, my, my, I've, I've said what I feel about Giroud for years, but I don't feel you know I'd, I'd be happy with him to go. I know what you're saying. He is definitely he's a great player. I just don't feel. I feel whenever we bring him on to play in that role, and he scored some some key goals. Scored a lot of goals. Yeah, but I don't feel. I worry that still, if someone gets injured, it's then once it's too tempting. It's too tempting. <laughs> I know because we play the the way we play football. I always say when Giroud is there leading the attack, is always boring and tedious, and it's so much more thrilling when you've got a mobile front three that's not revolving around him. And I and I've blamed Wenger for not but working it, a, way, a better way of playing with him. Correct, but he does come on years. sort of twenty minutes sure. before the end, and it's very you know useful. does does change the game quite a lot. Sure, sometimes. but I'd forget- quite like I'd quite like to give Eddie Nketiah, for example, a few goes on the bench as well, and him to come on and see what he can do. And, and that way, we don't have to revert to lobbing the ball into here. Giroud. There's a big oh, difference here. No, no, I know, but I'm, I'd, I'd like to see AC Maitland Niles as well given a chance mm. rather than Jacker and Bloody Ever there was a league season to do it, it's this one because we're basically yeah. remo- marooned in around. Well, six, I don't think quite yet. I, I suspect the last four or five games of the season, if we can't make the championship, will be a you know a time we could experience, especially if we do have big European Europa League games to come. Just one thing: I'm reading this Instagram thing from Alexis again. Is he obsessed of, with it? Is he sort of <laughs> digging out? I'm trying to look for more meaning. It feels like a, I love like your close anal- textual analysis. <laughs> yeah, but you, is he sort of digging out Thierry Henry? By sort of saying that he spoke to him. No, no. I, I think he's I trying to use. On, he I think it's a slight dig at the club by yeah. using Henri as an example of like, look, you always got to mention players. that. What does, does he say? Like, repeat what does he say? He's again. done. He's achieved what he wanted to. I think he's trying to be antagonistic with that. And why? I, rem- maybe I remember he today. Get a statue now as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember today a conversation I had with Henri, a historic Arsenal player who changed club for the same reason today as my turn. This, this is not saying I spoke to him this week. This is saying that it's always been in his mind that there'll be a, yeah, but a you, time you, that... You, you gabbled over the important bit, who changed club for the same reason. So what it's saying is Thierry Omri didn't change club because he was a mercenary. He just wanted to change club. to he had more ambition and wanted to go somewhere well, he's got to get Henri involved. Yeah. But, but that's it, what he's, the point he's making, isn't he? He's not, he's not having a go at Henri. It's all, you're, you're, I'm not having a go, but it sort of makes an Arsenal fan think, oh, I saw for Henri, yeah, our biggest legend, sort of giving a bit of advice there, going, do you know what? I had a great time when I left this place. One of those of trophies. Why don't you do the same? Well, well, I think that's what it is. More yeah. of a dig at the club it's and saying that you, you have yeah. a history of sending best players. Yeah, when absolutely. actually Henri, I think everyone was a lot more sympathetic to him going. The people that come out best from this are the people that cut the grass at Arsenal. Yeah. Well, I just groundsman. Yeah, you have to say he's the, he's the only one getting silverware year in year out. He's a legend. Yeah. yeah, I mean the consistent, the most consistent thing about Arsenal over the years has been our grass. To be fair, and the fact that Arsenal fingers probably the most. When we're really going to turn the corner and do something, then we lose and then we're really going to um, be disastrous so then we win you've got to ask the question for players like Sanchez is the grass always greener then? Oh, very good very, very good, good. Should we, we need to talk about two things one is we haven't talked Sorry. about the game much no no it's very good. were you at the game boy? I was at the game yeah. so we're going to talk about that and before we do though can I quickly ask I'm a Mkhitaryan before we leave this whole transfer um, mm. excitement what do we do? We think he is going to do well. well I mean, is he? Is he? I, I, I feel in two minds. I mean, it could yeah. go either way for me. Like I'm quite he's, obviously he's a very skillful. He's got flair, hasn't he? We've we've needed apart from um, and goals, flair and, and goals. Flair and goals. I don't know where he plays though. I'm not convinced. Well, this is this what's going to attacking midfield role, but in a, sort in of a mobile another, another number three. ten that yeah, plays basically. sort of amongst with three other number ten. It's yeah. about uh, is, how's he going to play with Urzel? I mean, the, the Urzel. I mean, the two of them similar. is yeah, they are, but they you know at least. One's right footer, one's left footer. You do right. get a bit more of a balance. We've had a few games this season playing three left-footed central midfielders, yes. and <laughs> yes, and then Maitland Niles right-footed left back. He's mm. a good player. I think there's a temptation 
when a player goes to a club like United and doesn't do it for them, then it's he's written off. Then that's yeah. his level, and he's yeah. found it, and he can't hack it in the Premier League. I don't think that's the case. I think he could well be a success. Yeah. Uh, I mean, philosophically, any, as I, I, again, I tweeted over the weekend that anyone who's rejected by Mourinho, any human being, I feel is a good thing. I think mean, it's a bonus because <laughs> he's such a horrendous man. But do you? Have you yeah, you're kind of. It's promising. It could it could it could be a really good Arsenal player, couldn't it? I, mean, it's possible. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I kind of, I kind of, and and, and couple him with a Bang Liang if right. that happens. I'm kind of because. Rewind- that, I'm yeah. rewinding to sort of Bergkamp and Overmars days when yeah. you know one joined the other and they rekindled yeah. the great relationship they had together. Yeah, that does actually make sense. If you sign them together, that's a thing that they've actually thought out and almost planned. Well, there's familiarity it's, there. Yeah, they know that's more play. planning in a transfer, in a transfer, two transfers than we usually do. Yeah, but I think, albeit still not yeah. signing the central midfielder. This <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, it could go that way. Or in six months, we say, of course he was terrible. Why else would we yeah. have let him go? Classic Wenger being naive. If we sign a Bamiang and, we, and we've got Mkhitaryan, and we've got Ozil, and we've still got and we've got like a Z. What's is that, so? How who do we play there and now? What's our attacking lineup there? Well, that, I think it speaks to the fact that Lacazette has not been quite as good as Wenger hoped he would be, yeah. uh, and I think he hasn't been quite the player. I think certainly supporters were hoping for. I mean, this might have been naive on my part, but I thought he was going to be a sort of quick getting in behind opposition defenders. Where he, he doesn't, his movement's very good, but he's not fast. He doesn't stretch teams in a way that Aubameyang will. Do you know what I thought on Saturday? So now, kind of getting onto the game, but I thought on Saturday he, he, that what he does he seems to get frustrated. What I noticed was he does the. I think all the Arsenal forward line, for all Arsenal players generally, when they get towards the penalty area, they're all like finding the little tippy tap little pass to each other. And he's just become one of those. Mm. So it's almost like I feel Arsenal. <laughs> he's been Arsenalised. I think he's Arsenalised. Well, we de- it's almost like we decelerate as we get yeah, to near, as, near as someone's goal. Right. We stop and then we've got to start exactly. knocking it sideways, waiting for this totally. impossible little gap. So he was involved in a lot of... He's always involved in a lot of the attacks and finding, oh, I've got a pass to Ozil because he's passed to me a little. But in, and there's loads of times, I particularly noticed on Saturday, watching him live, and I was like, I'll have a quick focus on him. There were quite a few times where he had a chance to just take on the defender or just... Shoot, and I know everyone. It's the joke of us that we never shoot enough. And he's still like finding a little, another little pass to another player, feeling that he's got to play in the Arsenal way. And I feel that's the problem with him. That he should, if he, I'm sure when he, I'm sure when he first joined, he was much more thrusting and faster and just doing his own thing. And now he just seems to have been swamped into the whole Arsenal way of playing. There's got to be something about the fact that he's had a goal drought. Is yeah, it, is it, it ten games? Yeah. And, and, and Wenger even after the game said, you know, it started to play on his mind and was very heavy on him. So it's a relief for him. So yeah. maybe there's an element of him trying to do the safe thing in the last few games oh, and definitely it was a get away with it. A big part of it was a confidence. Thing. I think the next season we'll, we'll we'll see the absolute best of him. I think I've seen enough where I'm still excited. I don't. It's not like we're signing if we do sign a Bemyang that I'm very hopeful for and you seem a little bit cautious about. No, that no, no. He's I, not going to be. Like Lacazette is still going to be our number one, our number one striker. How he fits is he, them in? I think Aubameyang. No, I, th- I, I think. Well, he might have to play Aubameyang on, on one of the sides. He, he might have to, and yeah, still Aubameyang play Ozil. Play stays like that. in that a bit sort of like midfield. Henry type character. Yeah, but did play out right. on the left, cutting in. But then and he then went was converted. Central. Yeah, and, 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 like and his goal scoring yeah. has been brilliant. You don't want him. To I'm not sure Alex Awobi is going to get quite as much game time as as he perhaps no, has in the first four or five months. Fine with that. I love the guy, but and he did a lovely assist the other week when that defeat at Bournemouth for Bellerin. That was one of the better things he's done, and he was actually not bad on Saturday. He's improved a bit. So since he got out partying until late his game really improves yeah, it's true. like me in Sunday morning football the same sort of <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, poor guy yeah, I, sort of, uh, you don't get so many of those stories anymore do you I mean most of them get away with it 24 hours before the game well it was wasn't it it was more wasn't it because it was like the Saturday 
2 a.m. before a Sunday late afternoon. But the way it was, it was the day before a game, the way it was put in the paper. It wasn't it? a good look, especially given he'd been playing so averagely anyway. Yeah, he's been, if he hadn't been so averagely. He, he has fucked up his ideas. Since sort of just, he has yeah, a I think he's, a, he's a kind of symbol of this late Wenger stagnation. I mean, when he first came <laughs> he in, really he was really exciting, I yeah. thought. And he's become this sort of run across the pitch in followed by a sideways pass in human form. I mean, that seems to be all yeah. he really does. And he, he used to have a bit of a swagger to him. Yeah. And I mean, his I, shooting reminds me of me shooting. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really, you know, yeah. quite painful. And apart from his goal, he scored, didn't he? But there was another moment where he, he had a big run and yeah. shot and it was straight <laughs> out. Kind of, it was weird on Saturday to talk about Saturday, which we still haven't quite done. I mean, it was such a, it's so bizarre. But, I mean, that, A, we were, let's be, let's be clear, we were totally gifted, particularly the, those corner goals. We were astonishing defending from them. Could not believe it, and we were totally gifted those goals. And I think when we when we score really early against that kind of team, I said, you know, I said to Darren, I was sitting next to, we, this is perfect for us. And now we're going to go on, and, and, and we, when we score four goals, and mm. it was brilliant. Second half, of course, was like watching normal Arsenal mm. attacking. Suddenly, it was all that we were slowed down as we got to the penalty area, and they were much more. Mm defensively tight but it what but it wasn't it's not like a revolution in the history people were going oh this is the post sanchez era <laughs> look what we can yeah. do it's amazing it's all because sanchez has gone no, i've never heard such bullshit think, in my I life it's like we're gifted two goals and we play and we but i think our game really our well. play was quicker yeah. i think sanchez definitely slows it down when he gets the ball out on the left and turns and cuts inside and is very very skillful and he, he you know he was our best player but i think they didn't always allow the team to play exactly as it's set up to play. So my hope is now we can be quicker and more incisive. And I think maybe just playing with him did slow us down a bit. And that's not the way. You know, the 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 uh, Lacazette goal was a quite a good oh, sort yeah. of way of how we used to goal. play of that very quick mm. touch football, which we haven't seen so much of when Sanchez has been in the team. So look, I've got to be optimistic about yeah. it. You lose someone that you love playing and he was brilliant to watch for three, four years. You know, now let's try and get the team back. Mm. Jonathan Liu wrote in the, um, I think it's the uh, Independent. He's Independent now. Um, he wrote about how actually um, Sanchez has, has given, he is not this like pass, pass, pass. Sanchez is, is he described him as a, uh, how do you describe him? Is it's like a, a, a machine that can go, sort of a one man hurricane that could blow a defence to bits. And that actually he's given the uh, ball away more often than any other Arsenal player this year, 64 times, and been dispossessed more often, 48 times, and has played more loose passes, one every six minutes, than any other Arsenal player. And maybe, you know, he was trying to put a, a positive spin on the situation that this will, you know, allow a better passing, you know, element towards that front three that, that might lead to us giving the ball away less and give us more opportunities to score goals. So... But on the downside, I agree with all that. On the downside is we haven't really. He, Sanchez could drag you back into a game yeah, where yeah, you might have been nothing. out of it, out of nothing. He just you know put something away or do something that would change something. So and the, you yeah. lose that and maybe get a better team ethic back. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the whole giving the ball away thing is just—it's just, it's just so, so tight. Like, you know, yeah. players like that. Something in that there, there is, but then De Bruyne is also right up there. Messi's always right Messi. Up there I, I have my because yeah, you try the thing. Yeah. That, that I have my Messi. Play, that will happen. I have my Messi article to hand when anyone says the thing about Alexis giving the ball away. It's all Arsenal fans, miserable fucking Arsenal fans. Can't you know? Can't appreciate a brilliant player when they've had him. I always have it turned. Messi was, gave, gives the ball away, gave the ball away more than any other player in this league. 
So, you know, and I'm not saying that means Sanchez is exactly the same kind of thing, but if you do play like that, you give the ball away. And you don't and have I, a team of the Nielsens and El Nenis. You certainly <laughs> fucking don't. And, I, you know, people's memories are so short. Own, barely a month ago, he was playing absolutely brilliantly in that front three with Lacazette. And Ozil. It was a joy to watch. Sorry, El Nani, by the way, I personally don't think is such a bad player. Well, he did all right. I was going to say, he did play. He thought, if I mean, played his in first his position, game, wasn't it, on Saturday well, we, for a long time? They played differently because they played. El Nani definitely was holding yes. as a midfielder, and then they were playing Jacker and Wilshire yeah. ahead. And, and so, that we look comfortable in that sort of formation, I think. With And El Nani can do a job. You tell him to stand there, he just stands there and, yeah. and, and is useful. He doesn't give the ball away too much. 100%. I think we're, we're a lot more balanced when we have him there, but I think that's. That's kind of a consequence of how imbalanced we are because we play without a central, mid- without a holding midfielder. Yeah. I think he's a, he's he's fine. He does a job, but it's almost like why not just go out and get someone who's actually really really good at that job? Well, you know, I, El Nenny's fine. I just think we don't often play that tactic, and we play. But that I think tactic. we should. Yeah, I agree. I think we look very comfortable because they, we always put Jacker and Wilshire or Jack and Ramsey in a two man mm. midfield and say that you know our Jack is a useless yeah. uh, holding midfielder, but he's never played as he's a holding. Not, that's midfielder. not his game. Give he's him played half as a, a midfielder. I thought it was interesting though. In the, in, in the in the period where we scored those four goals, it was almost we kind of bypassed midfield really for a lot a lot of that, mm. and it was all about Özil and you know and them them all running at the at the defence and and El Nenny was absolutely fine, but mm. it was in the second half that it was more classic El Nenny, and he was kind of it wasn't particularly contributing neither here nor there. Yeah, it was yeah, just you know of, what you're getting. From it was revert, It was a reversion to El Nenny type. Yeah. But I agree, it's astonishing that we haven't found it's a vote. Can be a player. A vote of confidence in him, though, that he's let Coquelin go. He's clearly taking a view. Well, or him I or still, Maitland-Niles <laughs> looking to see. I put him ahead of you know Coquelin. Yes, has made a nice cover, so yeah, we can afford Coquelin to go. But this is no time, isn't this, Surely this is time to give Maitland-Niles a go in his preferred. Of course he will. Position. Definitely. Of course, I, I think he will. I, especially as you know, Charlie was alluding there. There'll be games that invariably towards the end of a season are not quite as important as as they sadly could have been had we been five of the top four I imagine although you never know you know Liverpool kick off at, at Swansea in half an hour and if there's a miracle there I guess we're still only five points off the Champions League places and therefore you say it is you know conceivable that we'll we'll get on it I, I don't know I, I just want to try and be positive I think you, you have to remember that back in August we had you know we were six favourites with the bookies to win the league we probably had the sixth best squad I think come the end of this window, there is an argument to say we, we definitely have a better squad than what we started the season with. And, you know, there are opportunities still, you know, Wednesday night is, I think, huge just for a bit of momentum in the season. We've still got things we can look forward to this season. And we hope we've got a great player in, you know, Mkhitaryan, who's got a point to prove. And in Bemiang, who, you know, has proven it. I think, what did I write? 100, and, 100 goals in his last 118 games for Dortmund. Stop. 118 goals in 100 games. I think it must be the other way around. <laughs> That's what that, you've written. All right. Well, it's the other way around. Extraordinary record. Well, I'm just going by your Let's look at the positive. Yeah. I think it's the other way around. One is pretty good. Hundred goals. They're similar. So hundred goals in hundred eighty. That's more than. There's something very impressive about the excitement of someone coming with that goal-scoring record. And you know what? What we've given to Manchester United over the years, what have we given it? Robin Van Persie, we've had Danny Welbeck back, and I guess. And Sil- Sylvester. And Sylvester. Yeah, we've really done well. Yeah, it's it's, it's time. people from Man U. Yeah, are you holding yeah, that up as some time. kind of triumph? It's time. We had Jim Layton as well for Thank a bit. you. Do you remember? Yes. It's time we had um, Wan Kum, who had a point to prove and, and really delivered. So but I was uh, thinking about that. That was a nice little speech. That was almost <laughs> when it was Churchillian. That Junior's positivity. Have you been watching Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman? I have not. Oh, you okay. probably have. I have, yeah. Right, we were talking about Scott Dills, Graham. We were talking earlier about uh, the Cole Gallas one, which is the last sort of comparable oh, one. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, similarly, we held out hope. And I, and I actually think there's been a bit of revision about revisionism about Gallas. I don't think he was as bad as a lot of people make out. But I think there was a hope that he would come with that point to prove, you know, he'd been wronged. Yeah. 
yes. uh, by Chelsea. And as it turned out, he was he, he was, was good, a, not he was good, not great. Whereas Cole was was really and he was a bit of a crazy guy, wasn't he? He was. He like, was remember, yeah. he, I think if he hadn't yeah, he was sitting there, sat, sat, sitting there on the on the Saint pitch. Andrews. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that, was that day. Gives I like Gallas. Yeah, yeah, I like Gallas. He was. Well. He did play really well for yeah. for, 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 for a period. For a period. Yeah. Well, look, he nearly led a. You know, he was nearly Arsenal captain in what was probably. Our nearest we've come to winning a title since we actually won one. Yeah, it was. As as we sit here now, I should ask you, Charlie. Do you think we are? Do you think the Aubameyang thing is going to go through? You, are you... I think it will do. It, it sounds like uh, you know uh, the, all the signs point towards it happening. Obviously, there could be a, a late collapse, but the, the, the odds suggest it will. Yeah. When do you ever see? Because you know, because he's pictured in Germany. It's it's happening. We were, It's very rare. You'd I see don't this level the net of for pictures of Gaze- Ivan Gazidis in Germany. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> But I'm saying it's all on there. It's in public. They've been pictures of them anywhere else. Yeah. We've made it. We publicly have made this 44 million pound bid. Both clubs have referred to it. Blind optimism. That we, this I isn't mean, blind optimism. I'm often, not usually overly optimistic. Josh, how often have we been linked with major? This major isn't being signings? linked. Can you back me up, Graham? This isn't being linked. I'm, t- I'm turning no, no, for a bit, of, uh, a bit of reality. How many these, times? These pictures don't get released by accident as well. So exactly. you know they're oh. tipped off about. I mean, I honestly, I'll be, I'll be absolutely thrilled. I'll be I'm looking forward to you celebrating with some sort Funny of Funny how we all get tweet. excited about strikers being signed. If we're yeah. in for a big right. defender, yeah. we probably, yeah. you know, let's move on and let's try and talk about something else. So strikers just get you excited. Yeah. Even they're they're got, the most excited. Got but this would be, let's, if, standing back from it, this, if, if we got him, you know, that would be what the most exciting signing for years, wouldn't it? I mean, I mean you know, like, I'm excited Alexis by Lacazette. Since, since, since Alexis Sanchez, yeah. exactly. There's also, I think with Arsenal, there is just, there is a need for to try things that we know won't fail. I think we're, we're a bit fatigued. Yeah. There are so many things that we, we kind of know how that's going to end. Aubameyang, it, it may go bad. You know, he is a bit of a hothead, but it might work out well. And I think that's part of the Maitland-Niles in centre-mid idea as well. It's like, we don't know if it'll work out, but let's give it a try. Let's mm. do something. But, oh, I think you're right. We don't know if it will end I bad. I think but... the signing of Aubameyang will be so important because it will give... I give fans a lift because it's. I think most most of our signings, even of major, even of Özil, like as as Alan Algaris points out, a lot of those signings have almost been like, right, this is there on a plate if you want it. Type signings. Mm. Whereas Aubameyang does feel, and I know we're kind of capitalising on the fact that Dortmund have fallen out of love with him mm. and he's had problems, but it feels like a bold thing. We're going out, we're getting a, a player in the, a peak of his powers. Incredible goal scoring record and have to spend a lot of money on him. That feels like a, a new thing for us for, for the, over the last few years. True. A thing that we haven't done to push us over that edge into you know a kind of a major team with major players. The only note of caution there, I guess, would be that, Go on. Uh, that Real Madrid and others have looked at Aubameyang before and uh, and, and have and have oh, decided okay. that well, well then his value was actually higher. You know, he was being talked about as like you know towards the sort of ninety hundred million mark. Wow. So that has come yeah. down a bit. Maybe, hopefully, that's because of his disciplinary issues. Yeah. But it, yeah. yeah, and from a commercial revenue point of view, both players very good for shirt sales and the lettering on the back. Well. Long letters, long letters. Yeah, you long, replace yeah. Alexis yeah. with Aubameyang st- or yeah. Mkhitaryan. I'm still not how to spell Mkhitaryan. No. Aubameyang's easy to spell, but Mkhitaryan's a tough one, isn't it? The I've K- never H- written it out without copying and pasting it. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you have to get it right. <laughs> You've got to get it right. So you just, yeah. you just can't. You can't yeah, take that chance. No. I think Mkhitaryan is probably the hardest to yeah, ever spell there. player that we've had. Yeah, I think you so yeah. the first Mickey yeah. we've had since Mickey <laughs> Thomas. Do you think? Oh, think clubs? Yeah. Any other Mickeys? Could that be an omen? <laughs> yeah, I think so. He will be a year from now running through the defence at Anfield to win us the league, unbeaten or something. Did anyone see Mickey Thomas was on goals on Sunday on Sky on Sunday? 
which was kind of. But I'm he doesn't do anything. I know. He's, I this didn't see this. Key. Oh, go, go and see it. Watch it. So, obviously, so if you got if you got Sky, it'll be on your um thing. You've got Catch Sky it. HD 4K. What have you got? Of course, you always talk about Sky it. Q HD 4D. All of that. Yeah. But it was it was, he was brilliant as well. And he, they asked him. But the interesting thing was because obviously Mickey they were talking about eighty nine the film. I think mm. it's you can watch it on Sky, which mm. is probably why they managed to get him on mm-hmm. to promote the film, talk sure. about the film. But he's such a great guy. And he, mm. I mean, I met him very briefly at the premiere, mm. got a picture with him. But he, they asked him. They said to him, "You don't, you don't." you don't do much you don't ever and he said I don't like looking back he said I don't like yeah. thinking even to great moments in his career even to you know the, one of the greatest moments in the history of football him scoring that goal he said but he did say that I've, you know he's kind of got almost got with the programme realised actually you know it's not it's fine you, you know you can look back and he's proud of the being in the film but he did admit that he doesn't really like that kind of stuff but he was also part of a kind of um, business that's going to help players with issues with like and they, if they've got Addiction issues okay. or even money issues is kind of he's helping launch that. But he was so eloquent and intelligent and fun and funny and and just a really likable guy. It was brilliant. If you haven't seen it, it was, it was, mm-hmm. fun. It was what a waste. Watch. I mean, there's so many yeah. punters who don't offer any insight. Yeah, completely. He should be do, I hope he does more. I mean, mm-hmm. I just hope he does more. But we should move on to predictions, I suppose, shouldn't we? So this, I, I'm, I'm excited for Chelsea. Very on, excited. Uh, yeah. It's not anywhere that, near sold out though, is it? No, really? Yeah, I, I, I sort of had a quick, quick look. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm going and you know, it's, on it's, TV, it's one of the season ticket credits, isn't it? It's our fourth cup game of the season, so it's included. The one bonus of club that you get every game, no matter how. About no matter but how. they don't charge. I've got. They don't charge it in my season tickets. Not in the credit. They don't even. Charge oh, there you it go. For the, um, the, well, it's uh, only account. ten quid downstairs anyway. So I mean, if you're listening and you don't, I mean, I think it's going to be great. And what team do you well, think the, we're going to play the, out? The, the, the previous Arsenal just was one of the best games of the season. I think two Still, two. Yeah, yeah, the two teams. Yeah, yeah, that was a brilliant, best brilliant game I've seen in a long time. And, yeah. and we played really well. Yeah. I keep going on about that front three. But now I don't know. Now I feel. Will Mikatarian make his debut? Is he cup tied? I think he, I, no, I he's know. not cup tied in that. He's cup tied in the Europa, isn't he? I think. Okay. But you can play. No, in I don't the, think he's cup tied in the Europa because you can because like Alexis isn't cup tied for Champions oh, okay. League. You have to oh, have played okay. in the same competition. Oh, fine. Oh, fine. Which is a slightly okay. weird rule. I guess you could. But then it'd be interesting to see what kind of team he plays generally. Won't He'll play. He's got to play the best. He's got to play the best. We haven't got a game on the weekend. No, that's right. Of course, yeah, no game for a week. You might as well knack them as much. Do you not think Aspina will play? Oh Spina god, probably because he's play. an idiot. Because Wenger's an idiot, and he keeps giving, keeps having to be nice to Spino, who was bad in the FA Cup. I he love was this idea of Spino like calling the shots from what position? Just pick your best effing players. It's, it's I, embarrassing. Yeah. Spino was gen, gen, at least one of those goals in that FA Cup match. He was responsible for, if not more. But we, he was t- the, the organising of the defence for that famous oh, like, for oh, that goal, the first goal. Yeah, it's horrific. It's horrific. Should not be anywhere near that goal. But do we reckon Czech is the real deal anymore? Either. Better than Ospina. Better than Ospina, surely. I mean, he I can mean, arrange. Semi- I'm, not, I'm not saying there's not, ma- not a ton in it anymore. I, I think, think we should be definitely looking at a new goalkeeper, yeah. of course, yeah. But I'd rather have Czech than, than Ospina, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. that aside, presumably, that aside. I'd like, yeah, you'd like to see a team as similar to Saturday. Because if you look at our bench on Saturday, God. Oh, God, yeah. There weren't a lot. Of, I was thinking, you know, if we're nil nil with yeah. 20 minutes to go, our hope is. Eddie, isn't it? That yeah, was yeah. all there was. Come on, <laughs> yeah. come on, forward wise. But I've got a slight feeling that because we play, always, we played really well against Chelsea every single time we played them. The we've last. had three draws. We, like, this won year. The, but we've played really well though. Mm. And, and, and the, the FA Cup, and right? the FA Cup, mm. of course. So I've just got a slight feeling that tomorrow will go horribly wrong. So that might, is there away goals? Only no. after extra time in a really oh, weird rule. Isn't it? Yeah. So if it's one all, it would go to extra time. Mm. If it then stays one all, and then Chelsea it's like win. we yeah. would need to score in extra yeah. time. Hmm. It's, it's a quirky league cup rule. And is the is the VAR in, op- in, in operation? That's a good question. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. First time VAR ever. Yeah. 
Because it was in the first league, wasn't it? It was in the yeah. first league, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they must be then. They must have. You think yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it helped who, us, who, didn't they? Because there was a, there was that instant where he could have given a penalty. Oh yeah, that's right. Who wants to go first with the prediction? Let's go to Greg. Greg. Predicting what on score tomorrow? Arsenal Chelsea two one to Arsenal. Okay. I'm going to be optimistic. I'll go the same. I think. Uh, I, I desperately hope we do. And that it's the one thing that Arsenal hasn't won during his time. I know. And that Birmingham defeat still. Domestically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you're right. The yeah. Champions League yeah. and indeed the Europa. I mean, yes. we, um, He's never won European. Yeah. So hopefully um, we will get to Wembley and uh, and and win a and win a trophy. Pay for over perhaps a lot of crap. Yeah. Hey, he's got a habit yeah. of doing it. Yeah. We'll always, we'll always pay for over. A crack. He's great at that. Um, it's a really hard one to call, mm. but I'll say Arsenal to win 1-0. Okay, I think it's going to be a draw, and I think we're going to lose on penalties. So 0-0. Nil, nil. It has to be 0-0 nil, 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 the whole nil. way then. That's where you want one check, actually. If it goes to penalties, yeah, that's then the you're quite happy your team is playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to stick with that bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you think 120 minutes of 0-0 nil, nil coming tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Wow. And that is a bold well, we prediction. had 2-0. Nil, nil, it's such a bold prediction that yeah. I'm sticking with it. I'd fancy Ospina in penalty shootout, yeah, maybe. You would, I mean, you would bring him. Well, Chelsea, that's Chelsea what thing, won a penalty shootout. They did that, didn't they? And who yes. did that in, in the World Cup? Well, Brought we, the goalkeeper. Well, Hampton Cruel Holland came on for yeah, Holland. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah, but we uh, yeah we beat them in a shootout in the Community Shield, didn't we? Uh, earlier in the season. Oh yeah. yeah but, I mean, I would. I think I would be about as good in goal as Czech. His penalty. He genuinely <laughs> hasn't saved a pen for us. No. And every sure time they just clip it down the middle and he dives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got. It's really awful. He never wants to stand there not moving because it'll look really silly. Yeah. yeah. He all just goes in the corner. Yeah. Next so time. it's like yeah, gentleman's agreement. <laughs> you feel bad criticizing Elvin for not saving penalties, but in this case it is bizarre, isn't it? I mean, never but, to have sold, yeah. saved one. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just weird. And is there? Have we got? Is there another game we have got to predict, or are we back before? No, now? I think the idea is we are back. Oh, yeah, because we're not playing the weekend. The, uh, it's the FA midweek trip to Swansea, I think it is. Oh, We've got yes. yeah. Well, um, it's exciting times. We've got to see whether we're going to I sign Aubameyang. It, you know, this is a positive. <laughs> you're going to make another positive day. <laughs> no more speeches, <laughs> but let's go with the times. We we, we face we losing a player with Aubameyang <laughs> in the attack, and um, with Mkhitaryan, and on, Mkhitaryan the on the left. beaches, on the beaches, yes, yeah, yeah. or something. If I thought that through. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much to Charlie and Graham. Thank you, and guys. Psychic, Psychic Josh. And we'll be back next week. Cheers. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. 
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.